chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wedding Pro Radio, the show that talks all things wedding and wedding-related topics. Whether you are planning a wedding or whether you are in the wedding industry, this show will give you tips, tricks, advice, and helpful hints to make your big day everything you dreamed it would be. I'm Rich Leggett with Black Tie Events. We have offices based in Atlanta, Georgia, and Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Abby Hillis. Hello, good morning, afternoon, everyone. I'm Abby Hillis with ACH Events, and we are a boutique wedding planning service based out of Austin, Texas, but we travel anywhere. Absolutely, and if you guys are looking for a planner, dial Abby up because she is amazing. She will definitely take good care of you. Um, want to do some sponsor thank yous. Thank you to the Phoenix Radio Network, which runs our show every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And then also you can hear the rebroadcast on Saturdays and Sundays at noon. Also, thanks to Black Tie Events, DJ Songlist, and ACH Events. So we have a very special guest that we're going to bring in in just a second, but I also want to let you guys know we're doing some pretty cool stuff with the show today. I'm going to do a, a DJ song feature a brand new first dance song that I really like has been requested a lot lately. We also have a question from Leslie in Tampa, Florida. And then I'm going to do a top 10 2021 dance songs countdown. So uh, any of you that are listening out there, we're going to count down the top 10 dance songs from January through June 2021 that are working on the dance floor. And uh, that segment is sponsored by DJ Songlist. And it's a good list. I'm excited. Abby was rocking it yesterday. I sent it to her early (laughs) so she could listen to it and see. So... So we want to uh, introduce uh, Mark McIntosh. Mark is a pioneer of the wedding industry. After owning the top wedding entertainment company in Washington, D.C., he then spent 25 years as one of the leading bridal show producers in the U.S. Mark is also co-founder of Wedding Pro uh, News and also Wedding Show Pros and is now taking his marketing and expertise to help couples and wedding vendors with his new company, Team Wedding Marketing. Mark is also a frequent national speaker on all things weddings, including his most recent speech at Wedding MBA. Welcome to Wedding Pro Radio, Mark McIntosh. Hey, welcome. Uh, you forgot you left out one important part there. Okay, go Which ahead. is, how did Rich Leggett get started in the DJ uh, business? <laughs> so, so I owe my whole career to Mark McIntosh. He, he, there you go. He yanked me in. He yanked me in as a snot-nosed college student. Show me the ropes on how to do weddings. And it was an uphill climb from there. And literally, and Mark, you and I had this conversation um, at Hilton Head a couple of years ago. I am so, so grateful for uh, for what you've done for me and the knowledge that you passed on to me. And hope I am doing you proud by expanding it. Hey, you did great. You uh, you uh, you quit working for me, but uh, <laughs> you, uh, you moved on to better and bigger things. So... Uh, Congrats to you, and uh, I'm glad I was able to play a little part in the, uh, you, in the process. You, you played a huge part, and listen, I'm eternally grateful, so thank you so much for that. Um, so, Mark, we, we were talking about, and, and I shifted a little bit from, from you being just an absolutely huge and, and very well-respected bridal show producer, and then COVID hit. And then we had all kinds of stuff. I mean, Abby and I started this show, a bunch of other people pivoted another way, and you decided, hey, I'm going to take my, uh, my um, expertise and start helping brides and also wedding vendors and doing, um, doing marketing and teaching them how to market, be more efficient, and get more bang for their buck. So kudos to you for that. Tell us a little bit about the new company. Well, it is Team Wedding Marketing, and it is a partnership with myself and Renee Roberts, who is uh, 
uh, also a wedding show producer in central Pennsylvania. We worked together for years. Our markets sort of overlapped a little bit and we got to know each other over the years and decided uh, when we had been actually working on, I like to say that I was pivoting before it was fashionable uh, because we had been working on uh, this agency model for a couple of years. Uh, just never had time to to pull it off, and then COVID allowed us to uh, allowed us to do that. And it, it's really simple. We gained through my years of producing wedding shows. Um, I really learned a lot about the process of connecting uh, engaged couples and businesses. Right. Uh, you know, we sold we sold ten thousand people a year on getting out from in front of your computer, getting in your car, driving down to the convention center, searching for a place to park, paying 20 bucks to park, walking into the convention center, paying $10 to get in the door, to go into a big crowded space to be sold stuff. Right. And if I, if I can sell that, I can sell, uh, sell anything. And we made the move over the years from more traditional advertising, which back in the day, that's what we used to do is put up billboards and put ads in a newspaper, et cetera, uh, ads on TV and radio to almost an exclusively digital um, way of marketing the events and did a lot of things, reimagined the shows, made them really fun and experiential. Uh, we were doing a lot, of, uh, a lot of cool things with them, but we ultimately saw that um, you know, shows were declining and that's not just wedding shows, but the home shows and the car shows and the boat shows. It was, every year, the shows got a little bit smaller. People moved to different ways of shopping and then COVID hit and pushed the entire industry off, off the cliff. cliff. Yeah, I was getting ready um, to say I think off the cliff. The, yeah, and then so we went from doing 12 very big events in convention centers to doing none. And I still have convention centers that... Uh, uh, that we can't do events at and different rules and they're they're lightening up but uh, but I'm not so sure that the model of the big show at the convention center is even going to come back uh, anytime soon I do see a lot of strength in these smaller events because I think people still crave that face-to-face -face interaction right uh, they just may not want to go into a crowded convention center anytime soon so the smaller events the venue based events I think are going to, um, I think those are going to be the future of the face-to-face -face marketing industry. In fact, we're working on a program here at Team Wedding to uh, to help smaller venues put on their own events, and, and that's a program I'm really excited about. Yeah, and I've noticed that as well. We do we don't do as many of the big shows uh, as we used to. Um, it seems like more and more it was the the companies that wanted to get more name id out there and since our name id was was okay we didn't do that but i found that we're doing a lot more in-house uh shows where they call them tastings a lot of times where they tastings they, open houses yeah, exactly those, yeah exactly where we do that so do you think besides the, the shows going away and doing in-house tasting what what do you think are some other avenues that that couples can use to find their vendors and get the word out there and, and check. Um, I know on Abby's end, you know, she has a list of vendors that she typically refers out. So obviously the planner is a big help with that. But what do you think some of the new new ways will be now that the shows have kind of gone by the wayside? 
You know, you have, um, there's a, a number of ways. Um, using the uh, the referral list, using the Abbeys of the world, that's a great way to start because they have intimate knowledge of working with these companies week after week. Refle relying on your referral lists from your venues and your other vendors is right. always a good thing. Reading reviews. I mean, reviews completely changed this industry. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and the, you know, back in the day, uh, you could be a mediocre wedding business and still do well if you just did enough advertising because there was really every, you know, the, and, and I'm going to talk about this in, in a little bit, but the, you have a unique situation in weddings is that every year you have thousands and thousands of people becoming engaged and moving into the marketplace, buying things that they've never bought from bought before from companies that they've never heard of. Right. And it used to be like whoever advertised the best got the most business. Uh, and even companies that didn't do all that great of a job, it, it didn't matter because next year you have a clean slate with a whole bunch of new people coming into the market that don't know the difference. Yeah, uh, Reviews yeah. changed all of that. Reviews allowed you to have this footprint. And I saw some companies that they literally went away uh, just because that the, the, the curtain was kind of pulled back when reviews started happening and people got to know that, hey, they may advertise a lot, but they're not really all that good. And it is uh, it has put a lot of the the power into the hands of the buyer and less in the hands of the seller. Yeah, so uh, I had, but as far, so, know, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I had a quick question on that. So when brides are looking at reviews, is it the number of reviews the company has, which shows the longevity? Is that what they're looking for in addition to, to the quality of the reviews? I think, um, and you know, the reviews are an interesting thing because what you really, really need to do is kind of be like the Olympics where you throw out the high ones and the low ones and look at the averages. Right. You know, unfortunately, we find that, um, that that's not always the case with weddings. And, and, and here's the logic behind that where, and, and no offense to our couples, but, you know, you become a sophisticated consumer as you get older right. and as you experience things and as you get burned and, and you know see behind the scenes on things you become a sophisticated consumer couples tend to be early you know they are younger and they may not have had all of that school of hard knocks yet on how things work and so you go to reviews and you might see 50 glowing reviews and one bad one and and you don't throw that one out, but you have to throw that one out. Yeah. Not, uh, I mean, I think the most transparent companies are the ones that, hey, you know, we do not end up pleasing 100% of the people. Uh, we, you know, our goal is to please 99%. There's always going to be somebody that yeah. for some reason something happens and we cannot please them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what, unfortunately, what we find is that a lot of people, uh, a lot of, you know, they'll say, oh, well, there's that one bad one. What if that is my wedding? Yeah. And then they move on and, and they don't give that company a fair shot. So, you know, just as you're looking at those reviews, just keep in mind, there are people that they use that review process as a threat against companies. There are certainly cases where, you know, people, you know, in fact, there's a blog posting somewhere uh, that, that gave as a tip to brides to save money on your wedding, 
is after your wedding, go to all your vendors, even if they did a good job and threaten to write a bad review if they don't give you a discount. No, you got to And, and there are, you know, all you need is one person like that, you know, or one person that had, you know, that, that had an expectation that was not achievable to write something bad and post it everywhere. And, uh, you know, as you are, as you are using reviews, just take them with a grain of salt. Look at the averages, look for those people that, that have a 4.8 or a 4.9. Don't necessarily rule them out just because they don't have a five. I mean, no, I, no company can please 100% of its customers 100% of the time. Yeah, that's a, gr that's a great tip. Go ahead, Abby. And Mark, speaking of reviews, um, obviously you and I talked about this uh, previously, but there are great platforms like the Wedding Wire and the Knot um, that can help clients find their vendors but i know you also have some great insight on how you also need to be kind of a little bit more understanding of how those platforms work if you are the consumer and can, so can you guys dive into that a little bit yeah i love this topic because people you know oftentimes don't understand how this works uh yeah wedding wire awesome platform the knot uh, there's other wedding, a lot of local wedding planning websites. Yeah. There's wedding shows still. There's Google. You can find anything that you want there. Uh, but the what happens is if you change your Facebook relationship status to engage, which people can't wait to go do that. If you visit an Instagram page that's related to weddings, if you attend a wedding show, if you visit a website of a wedding venue or even you go on Google and search for anything related to weddings, you're now put into what's known as the wedding vertical. And, and all that means is that you have been identified as someone who is planning a wedding and is most likely making buying decisions. And you have now been put into an audience that advertisers can target. Um, the, the only reason that platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Wedding Wire, The Knot are free is that they sell advertising. Uh, and, and that's the only reason that they exist. Uh, and, and so what I always like to say is that if you are not paying for the product, then you are the product. Yeah. And yeah. so there's all of this tracking and you know, there's a lot of talk right now about privacy and the new iOS that's keeping tracking from happening and all of that. But you know, you don't don't look at it as a bad thing. I mean, you have to see advertising if you're going to use these platforms. So it's, again, it's the only way those platforms exist. And and the goal is not to like learn everything about you. The goal is just to serve you ads that are relevant. And I think that most people, when you think about it, you know. Assuming that you have to see advertising, would you not rather see advertising that is for something that you want instead of something um, that you don't? So these platforms, all of them, they collect information, not specifically about you, but just about your buying habits. And then they sell that, they, they sell the access to that audience to their advertisers. You know, even you go to that wedding expo down at the convention center, you, you buy a ticket online or you fill out a registration form when you get there, you go around to the vendors, you enter drawings, you're giving your name and email address to a lot of people. So don't be surprised when those companies reach out to you afterwards. Know that that's part of their marketing and they paid, 
you know, oftentimes hundreds or even a thousand dollars or more for that opportunity to connect with you. Same thing with the Knot and Wedding Wire. All of those companies you see listed on there, all those little ads cost hundreds or thousands of dollars a year. Yes. So, so knowing that, what would your advice be to brides knowing, knowing that, uh, and I love that quote, that, that they are the product. What, what, would, what would your advice be um, to, well, so you, to run through all that? So you have to look at it. There's a big difference between the wedding industry and the rest of the business world. Yes. Uh, and, right. and so once you understand that, you, you'll have a little bit better understanding for how it works. So let's say you see an ad somewhere, whether it's you know an ad on television or an ad uh, online for a craft brewery that opens up in your area or a new coffee shop. You see that ad, you react to it, you go down, you check it out, you like it, and then you start going back there over and over again. That's how most things work. You find a retailer you like you go buy from them time after time. Right. And that's how most businesses grow. They get customers through the door, they take care of them, and then those customers come back time after time. Well, as you might surmise, the wedding business is different. You know, the, the dress shops, the wedding planners, photographers, DJs, they get only one shot at your business. If you absolutely love them, you'll probably never need to do business with them again in the future. and. So from the business standpoint, they there's always new couples getting engaged and they have to consistently attract new customers year after year after year. That's why this whole industry of wedding shows and the online resources, that's why that industry exists because there's always new people coming into the marketplace that don't have established buying habits and they're buying things that they've never, uh, they've never done before. Right. Plus from the vendor standpoint, uh, they have a very short window in which to get your attention and get you to buy. Let's say, you right. know, a buy, okay, next thing on my to-do list for a wedding, and everybody has these to-do lists, is to find a photographer. So, like, that's on my list. Let's start shopping. Well, the chances are, from the time you decide to start shopping for a photographer and the time that you book one, that might be three or four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks max. And so you're, the window for them to reach you is very, very short. Right. Uh, and combine that with the fact that, you know, in the wedding industry, you're dealing with a lot of small businesses, one person, two people. They're really passionate about what they do. They're really good at what they do. Uh, they're just maybe not so good at the whole marketing thing. And that's where you know, at my company, Team Wedding, we, we help them do that. Now, some couples, so what they do is that they then kind of bombard people with information, sending out emails, sending, uh, you know, putting ads online. Um, just because of how the process works, it is very likely that once you are in this vertical, and remember, the reason you're in this vertical is because you put yourself there by right. one of those ways that we talked about. So, you know, don't, don't blame anybody uh, besides yourself. And it's, it's impossible. Once you start shopping online, it is impossible not to be put into that vertical. So don't sweat it. Yeah. Um, I totally you're get going to get a lot of stuff and it's going to be maybe relevant to you, but just because of the short timing, you know, the chances are pretty good that you're going to get a lot of advertising messages for things that are wedding related 
but they're things that you don't want, don't need, or you have already booked. And uh, you know, all these platforms can track you, but it's kind of hard to tell where you are in that process. Yeah. You know, so I guess, you know, my advice is to just expect this. Know that once you get out there shopping for things for your wedding, you're going to get, you know, what you may feel inundated <laughs> with wedding related advertising messages. That's just, uh, you know, that's just how it works. And you're going to find that, you know, the, the wedding vendors websites might not be as good as the ones you're used to seeing from larger companies. Uh, you know, the social media might be a little neglected. They might email you too much. Their emails might be a little forward or, uh, or, or maybe not so perfectly designed as the ones you get from, you know, from William Sonoma or, or, you know, the places that you typically shop that have big advertising departments. Um, but you know, these, the, the, the people that are sending them, they're small businesses, they're hardworking people who they you know, could do an awesome job at your wedding and they're not trying to offend you. They're, they just want a shot at your business and they know that they right. have a really small opportunity for, um, uh, for doing that. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to take a quick break and I want to come back and we'll talk about uh, more of the what you touched on at the very end of that of, of, of better ways that uh, wedding vendors can market to their guests. So uh, we'll be right back with uh, Mark and Abby with a little more Wedding Pro Radio right after this. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy to use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. ACH Events is a full-service wedding planning and design team based in Texas with a focus on unparalleled service and event personalization. We offer our clients expert advice and hands-on guidance, ultimately bringing your special day to fruition through a highly personalized, stress-limiting, and always enjoyable planning experience. Texas is our home, but we handle weddings across the country and internationally. Wedding planning can be overwhelming, especially in this time of COVID-19, but we're here to help. So join the hundreds of brides we've already worked with and let's help you make your wedding vision come true. Contact us at achevents.com and let's start planning your dream wedding. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I have Mark McIntosh with us, and he has given some, some great advice on um, everything bridal-related. He is an industry leader in the industry, been doing this for quite a while, and in addition to producing bridal shows, is a marketing guru. And that's kind of what we're going to dive into with you now, Mark. Um better ways that wedding vendors like myself or like Abby can really maximize because you touched on it uh, in the first segment a little bit that you get one shot at doing this. 
So you want to make sure that you can do the best job that you can trying to reach these clients that, uh, that you want to try to book and, and get to hire your services. So um, tell us a little bit about the marketing strategy and, and kind of what you've developed and how you can help uh, vendors do that. Okay, so um, it, it's a pretty simple process. Um, what couples do when they begin their shopping? Is they'll you know they'll go you know we talked about in a previous segment they'll go to the knot they'll go to wedding wire they'll go to one of the other wedding planning websites they'll Google they'll go to a wedding show all of a sudden they have lots and lots of choices for everything that they want I mean Rich I know you like if I went to uh, if I went to wedding wire and searched for DJ in Atlanta I'd probably find what two hundred of them three hundred forty eight three hundred forty eight okay, last count. Go. All right, so when a couple sees that, it's like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? How can I weed this out? And so they use a, a strategy that I call subtractive shopping. It is no different than you or I do when we, want to, when we want to buy something and we go to Amazon and we see 50 of similar or the same thing. Okay, everybody's got their own process. Okay, I only want things that are four or five star reviews. I only want things that are prime, so I don't have to pay for shipping. Everybody's got their own method right. of whittling down that list into something that is more manageable. So what happens is that they go start doing things. They will go to your reviews. They will go to your website. They will go to your social. They will do different things in their quick effort to just like cross people off the list. So at that point, they are looking for ways to not reach out to you. And you have to eliminate those ways. And you do that by looking at your, your customer experience. What do they see when they look you up? Uh, and the thing that we work on all the time, and, and I, I, I joke about this, but it is so true. Everybody, you have, you know, you have the traditional sales funnel. It's a very basic process. You put leads in the top of the funnel and, and then sales out the bottom of the funnel. And then what's in the funnel is that process. But what we find is that people, instead of having a sales funnel, they have a sales colander. What happens is you pour, leads in the top and they all leak out the sides. So many, when people come to us at, at Team Wedding Marketing, more often than not, they're saying, I need more leads. Right. And then we dive into the process and we find out, well, hey, you know what? You have more leads than you know that you have because it's just that you don't ever talk to them because they're leaking out somewhere along the way. Right. And where they leak out more often than not is on your website. And, and make no mistake, there's talk about, I, I've, I've talked to some wedding pros who don't even think they need a website anymore because they've got Instagram or whatnot. Make no mistake, all roads lead to your website, whether they found you on The Knot or Wedding Wire or it was a referral from their best friend. Everybody's going to your website to check it out. If they don't like what they see, they're going to bounce out and you will never have the opportunity to connect with them to show them that you, know, that you can do an awesome job. Um, and so we... So website's key. What, what website is the, is the number one key you think in this and, and, and you're trying to get people to have a, a better experience on their website when brides are coming in to look or grooms? 
make your you know make your website do some of your selling for you right. or at least do your like if you're a high-end vendor your website needs to look high-end right right and and then don't do it through you know you can't say we're the best we're high-end we're da, 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 da. No, nobody's reading that stuff the text on your website is really there for seo purposes but the the imagery you speak through your images right. speak through testimonials snippets of quotes that people have said about you that's the best way don't try to give every piece of information about your business on your website um your website is just there as a kind of look at yourself on one side you have customer awareness and on the other side you have you and the the point the the path between those two points has a bunch of stuff in the middle that nice. stuff is your social that stuff is your reviews that stuff is your website you just have to look at all of those things and make sure that they're not putting an unnecessary roadblock to um uh, to that that path between awareness and actually reaching out to you uh so the you know there there is no excuse these days to have a bad website it, it is not that difficult to achieve that you can build one fairly inexpensively now what i would not do is try to do it yourself yes they wix and squarespace like they make it really easy to uh you know to make a pretty website uh if you have you know some degree of design skills but really there are several parts to a website which is there's really five components to it the first component is the user experience the look the feel the navigation that part you can do yourself on wix right then you have the graphic elements the photos the fonts and colors then you have the under the hood stuff primarily the seo what search engines are going to see about it and then the the written word on your site which is primarily written with seo in mind and then finally you have the speed of your site how fast it loads how fast the images load those are five different skill sets and i mean here when we do a website we have five different people that work on it each of them has their own uh their own skill set and all those pieces come together somebody who tells you that they can build your website from start to finish is likely focusing on one or two of these five and not on all five and to really to really uh crush it you need to have all five of these things and, and you know there there's something i like to talk about uh which is the, the your coi we've all heard of your roi your your coi is your cost of inaction and so let's say and this is always funny because right. wedding pros constantly are preaching against the and and preaching against DIY all the pitfalls of DIY you don't want to be your own DJ you don't want to be your own wedding planner you don't want to make your own flowers and they constantly preach the pitfalls of of DIY and saying you know you need to use a professional but then those same wedding pros turn around and design their own websites and their own marketing materials and their own business cards and logos and uh, and and what not um so look at it this way You've got all these leads coming in. They're checking you out. They may not be contacting you yet, but they're checking out your for example, your website. If you're losing one or two clients each month, 
just because your website is not as good as your competitors. That DIY approach you took to save a few dollars is costing you real money and costing mm -hmm. you jobs. So it makes it really, you look at it that way, it makes it really easy to justify getting someone who knows what they are doing to, um, uh, to, to do your website for you. And, and Mark, um, some, something to that point too that I don't think that vendors realize as well is that you know, there is an investment that goes into hiring professionals for your marketing, but it's so crazy how that's such a struggle to take that step for like investing in your website, but they'll throw $500 a month into other platforms of marketing, no problem. It's crazy to me how they do that, but they, it's, it's like they see the investment in the not or wedding wire, but they can't seem to find that in their website. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so crazy to me. And what happens is you're spending that money to pour leads into a funnel that is really a colander. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. so the, and, and then again, what happens when people come to us at Team Wedding is that we take that 30,000 foot view. It's like, let's look at all of the pieces of this journey so that you can convert more of those leads that you are getting in. And we look at other, we do a lot of, uh, uh, we do a lot of uh, advertising things. We look at digital continuity, meaning that we want your, your, profile on the knot to speak the same as your profile on wedding wire and we all do these things at different times and they tend to be a little bit different so we look at that we look at um uh we do uh, we do a lot with uh pay-per-click you know unfortunately the big wedding websites own the search engine results for most searches for uh, wedding pros so the only way to get above all of that is to buy your way there it's a very cost effective yep. way of marketing if you do it right, we look at a lot of digital, Facebook ads, Instagram ads. We do a lot of management programs for those things also. That's amazing. Yeah. So Mark, what would you say if I, as a DJ company based in Atlanta, am looking uh, at success of my leads, what would you say a good closing ratio is? Say I get 400 leads a year for our services here. What would you say if, if I'm being effective, I should gauge myself at and say, all right, this is my closing ratio. I'm, you know, is it 30%? Is it 40%? Is it 50%? That is an impossible question to answer. <laughs> what I would look more at is, are you attracting your right fit client in those leads? It's not right. about the quantity. In fact, you don't want that kind of quantity. Right. You have a certain client that you desire. Right. Uh, you might have some non-negotiables of things that you people you won't work with. Yeah, and Abby uh, you preaches have that all the time. That, that you want to work with. You have to frame everything so that when they contact you, they're doing it because they know they're in the right place. Right. That they have found yes. the right thing. Then, then it becomes, you know, if that's the case, then you should be closing half of them or more. Right. Uh, right. But if you're just, if you, you know, if you're just um, casting as wide of a net as you possibly can, you're going to catch a lot of fish that you don't want. Yeah, and that, and, and and that was that was that was a great answer. I I my thing was how could they gauge what's what's a good benchmark for them to say, okay, I'm doing a good job here. I've redone my website. I had Mark and his team come in and redo it. What what would be a good gauge that they can follow to let them know, okay, this is working for me. Well, if you're getting more business than before you made those changes, that's okay. the, really right. the, 
and getting the business that you want, right? Because yeah. the goal is, is that you're marketing to your ideal client. So anything that you're putting out there, it should only be speaking to that ideal client that you have. And then in return, your 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 rate does go up on, well, your rate that you charge them in theory could also go up, but then also the rate that you're securing those clients should go up because you are matching more perfectly from the get-go. Yeah, and Abby and I always preach on the show every time we do that, that you pretty much get what you pay for. So, you know, the, the people who are trying to do it at super, super cheap rates, they're, they're not getting the best talent they can get that's going to help them, you know, create their perfect day. But, you know, there's a market for that. There are people that are definitely, yeah. they're, they're looking for something at a lower budget. And yeah. nobody needs to apologize for having a lower budget. But the, the get what you pay for, it's a lot about, and, and I, I won't even dive into the value proposition thing, but uh, too much, because that could be a whole nother segment for another day. <laughs> but the, you know, what you need to do, and this, I'll, I'll close with this as my best piece of advice for wedding pros. Okay. Look at your value proposition, which is really, really simple what you get for what you pay right and if your what you get for what you pay is better than your competitors you're going to win if theirs is better than yours you're going to lose and this works this is not about having the cheapest price because this works for a ten dollar sale or a ten thousand dollar sale it's what you're giving them for what you know, what the perceived value is for what they pay, and right. make that better than they get. I mean, I see so many businesses; they just arbitrarily raise raise their prices because they just raise their prices every year. At some point, you move into a different space yeah. with different competitors and different expectation levels, and then all of a sudden, you know, if you raise your prices without changing anything else do not expect to have the same amount of business that you had before you Amen. if you mess with your value proposition you um uh you 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 know you, you can harm your business in that quest to make a little bit more look at that look at what you're giving them look at use the um i, I know we're running over i'm so sorry but no, look fine. at the if you have a package that you like to sell use the wendy's process wendy's the the fast food place right all right wendy's years ago sold only one size hamburger the single they decided to add the double nobody's buying the double and they go to their marketing people and say what can we do how can we sell more doubles and the response was add a triple what we're not selling any doubles why should we sell a triple sell a triple so what happens nobody wants to buy the big package so you bookend what you want to sell with a higher price package that you may end up selling occasionally, but you may not. It's just there to push people to your middle package. If you do packages, you should always have three with the goal towards pushing people to the middle one, middle. not the highest one. Just have a higher one. Uh, I mean, I'm working with a, a wedding planner right now. She's got a $25,000 package and a $10,000 package. How can we sell more 25? We're gonna add a 35. That's great. And, and think about that that strategy as you uh, put your pricing together. So, Mark, for, for your wealth of knowledge, if people want to reach out to you and get in touch with you and have you help them with their business, let us know. Uh, give us the lowdown on how they can get in touch with you and how they can reach out to you. It's very simple. Go to teamwedding.com or teamweddingmarketing.com. And one of the things that we do for anyone in the wedding industry is that we will give you a free marketing checkup. We will take a look at what you're doing. We have you fill out a little form. 
Point us to your website, point us to your social, point us to what you're doing. Give us a little bit of an idea as to what you're doing in marketing. We will then go research those things. We'll jump on a call with you for 30 minutes. We'll give you some actionable ways that you can improve what you're doing. And of course, at the same time, we're gonna to talk to you a little bit about it, you know, if it might be a good fit for you to work with us to, uh, to manage parts or all of your marketing program. And uh, so yeah, just go to t1amarketing.com and you can um, and you can just fill out the quick form and get that free marketing checkup. Perfect. So anybody listening to the show, reach out to Mark. He's got great advice. And listen, he is somebody that will help guide your business and improve your business for you. Mark, thanks so much for being on the show. We appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you. You're awesome. We'll All right, thank you. It was fun. Uh, nice to... Uh, Nice to meet you and nice to reconnect with you, Rich. It's been a long time. Yeah, so, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up sometime soon. We're going to be back, ladies and gentlemen, with more Wedding Pro Radio right after this. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. ACH Events is a full-service wedding planning and design team based in Texas with a focus on unparalleled service and event personalization. We offer our clients expert advice and hands-on guidance, ultimately bringing your special day to fruition through a highly personalized, stress-limiting, and always enjoyable planning experience. Texas is our home, but we handle weddings across the country and internationally. Wedding planning can be overwhelming, especially in this time of COVID-19, but we're here to help. So join the hundreds of brides we've already worked with and let's help you make your wedding vision come true. Contact us at achevents.com and let's start planning your dream wedding. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Mark was great. He gave me so many things I didn't even think about uh, before as a as a vendor running a wedding business. And, uh, you know, can't wait to have him back. And, guys, if you get a chance to listen to him um, and listen to some of his advice, you will definitely want to reach out to his company because he is doing revolutionary things on how to think about your business and where it's going in the wedding industry. Yeah, he's also got a ton of free content up on YouTube. Um, so check out his YouTube page. I was looking at it yesterday and – just a ton of great content if you're a business owner in the wedding industry. Uh, it's it's always something I feel like, you know, we get really busy and especially right now that we're playing catch up from 2020, we kind of forget to stop and reevaluate our business every so often. So I think it's an important reminder to go back and do. Yep, I, absolutely, absolutely. So Mark, thank you for coming on. You guys need to uh, hold this episode in your podcast and share it with your friends. Um, you can go yeah. to any social media platform once it's up on, on podcast and check them out. 
and uh, also um, listen to it live on the Phoenix. So, Abby, guess what? Yeah. The last month or month and a half, four of our weddings have used a song for a first dance. And so I wanted to play a little bit of it. I know I gave it to you yesterday so you could listen to it. Yes. I want to get your thoughts on it. So it's the song is called Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell. And I'm actually going to play it while we talk. So we'll play it in the background while we talk. Perfect. So hang on. Let me cue it up here. All right. Yeah, so. I love this. This is like a new segment. This is the first time we've done this. And just kind of showcasing special songs to be featured that are kind of up and coming in the world that... Uh, to kind of change it up a little bit to not do the same old, same old wedding traditional song. So I love it. Let's keep throwing these out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is, uh, I think it is great. And I think that, um, so just so you'll know a little bit about Jason, he is actually was formerly in the drive-by truckers. Are you familiar with drive-by truckers? Yep. Yep. And then he is married to Amanda Shires, who is the fiddle player in the highway women. And this song, I first heard it about a month ago at one of my weddings. And, you know, that's one of the things I love about my business is I'll learn new songs, not only from me doing my research, but just from clients. who, who Clients, they have their unique taste. They do, they do. Yeah. And I heard this song and I absolutely loved it. So if you guys are looking for a new first dance song, Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell, uh, formerly of the Drive-By Truckers. And it's just amazing. And I listened to some of his other songs and they were great too. So just want to throw that throw that one in there and uh and let people get a chance to hear it and share it we're gonna try to do a segment like this every once in a while where we call it a spotlight song where whether it's a first dance or a wedding party dance or whatever and it's a new one we're gonna try to feature it so love this one abby great 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 choice so we are coming back we got a question actually from leslie in tampa florida and it says i'm an older bride getting married for the second time what are some of the traditions we should skip or eliminate for a second wedding so i had first thought i had when i when i read this question was uh don't do a bouquet and garter toss at your wedding yeah you know traditionally you do because most of the guests are going to be they're going to be your friends and they're your friend's age and they're going to be married and so you won't have the people to do it a good uh, thing you can do instead of that is do what I call an anniversary dance. And basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, the anniversary dance is where you invite all the married couples out. You peel them off based on years they've been married. And I usually do a song like Through the Years by Kenny Rogers or an older slow yep. love song. And then at the end, you have the couple that's been married the longest, which is very significant and kind of a cool thing. And you feature them a little bit and celebrate them. So it's kind of a cool thing to do. Abby, did you have any other things that you thought that they should think about about maybe not doing or something that they want to incorporate as a second marriage for, for an older couple? Yeah, I've done a couple of these, and I think the biggest takeaway more than just like traditions, removing or keeping anything, is it always seems like when it's someone's second wedding, they're really good about making sure uh, that it's a wedding that's intentional and all of the items that they're they're doing and choosing and the vendors are all very intentional because they know what they want and they know what's important to them. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when people are, you know, planning a wedding for a first time, they kind of get sucked into the just like the weddingness of just planning and wanting to make sure your guests have a good time. But I found that um, people who are planning their second wedding are just more intentional. And I just encourage, you know, everyone with their wedding. That's what we specialize in ACH events is just making sure whatever who you are and what the relationship is and what you guys what's important to you guys is like a part of your wedding day. So I would say 
really focus on that. Um, and it'll be a day that everyone enjoys because they're going to basically feel like they're, you know, enjoying like your love and relationship and understanding what it's like to um, be in a relationship with the two people that are getting married. I would say um, always include if you have kids or grandkids. I did a wedding with where all the grandkids were uh, flower girls and ring bears, and it was the cutest thing in the freaking world. <laughs> um, so if, if you have any kids or grandkids, you know, incorporate them. If you're someone who doesn't want kids at the wedding, you know, you can always have them as part of the ceremony and in some pictures after the ceremony. Um, and then you can always, um, we, I always help the clients work and figure out, you know, what's an option for the kids to be taken care of. Is there a place nearby that they can go and we can hire a kid sitter, babysitter, um, but definitely including them is, def is, is intimate and sweet. And then don't be afraid to just go a little bit more intimate and smaller. I, I, I don't, I haven't ever done um, a second wedding that was this like huge big shebang and I'm not saying it doesn't exist but I think um, again it goes back to that intentionality of, of getting married again and knowing what you want and um, yeah, knowing being, where to spend the money and where to save and, and sometimes you intimate. can go yeah, yeah, yeah and you go smaller and yeah, you yeah. can spend money where you want to spend money and whether that's the design aspect or the food a lot of times second weddings the food's really important to them and the experience so um, just not being afraid to to bring in the non-tradition things just because it's, you know, it's your second time going around and you want to make it the best. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And especially, I mean, you know, kids are going to be involved, especially depending on the age of them, uh, even adult kids. So, you yeah. know, use them in, in the wedding party, bridesmaids, groomsmen, yeah. um, Great point. you know, go, go ahead and, and, and work them into it. So Leslie in Tampa, Florida, we hope you, uh, that answered your question. Congratulations on the second marriage and congrats. Okay. We hope you have a great wedding. And if you need Abby or I, we are there for you. So just That's let right. us know. By the way, if you want to get a question to us, you can, uh, email us. You can email me, Rich, R-I-C-H at WeddingProRadio.com or Abby, A-B-B-I-E at WeddingProRadio.com. And we'd love to get the question on the show for you. So Abby, I had a lot of requests. People want to know newer songs to play. So I delved in. I sent you the list yesterday so you and yep. your son could jam to it all day. And Y'all know we love to jam out in the car to uh, yeah. any of Rich's playlist. <laughs> there we go. So I am doing, I actually wanted to do a top 10, but I had 11. So I'm going to do the top 11 songs uh, for 2021. Um, there are new songs that you can play that people seem to be dancing to and are super popular. So we're going to start off at number one, Cardi B with Up. Yeah, I was going to say, Cardi B has to be on this list because if, <laughs> she's just, she's, she's so raunchy, but she's like, everybody loves her. <laughs> she's slaying it. She's slaying it. So she is at number 11. At number 10, Bad Girl by Daya. Yep, another great, I mean, all of these songs, they're fun. Honestly, you could even probably run to these two. I've, there's a couple playlists you've made that I've run to, but this is this is a really good upbeat playlist. Yeah, come and coming in at number nine, My Head, My Heart by Ava Max. So yep. she's been getting a lot of a lot of airplay lately and, and is doing a great job with her, her new music coming out. I'm loving this. Look, you got three females in a row. The yeah. feminist in me is so excited. Absolutely. I got a few surprises in here for you, too. So, And then at number four, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Or, excuse me, that was, she's number eight, sorry. Number eight, yes. And then, Great song. Yep. And then coming in at number seven, the new song by Justin Bieber, Peaches, which kind of has a Georgia theme to it. 
Yeah, I love the Beebs. He's like made he's made such a shift in who he is as an artist, and I'm really enjoying what he's been putting out lately. Yeah, me too. And that shift that shift started, I think, when he started when he teamed up with Daddy Yankee for Despacito, and then he just did a whole new went to a whole new direction. So yeah, he's doing a great job, and he's killing it out there. So um, in addition to Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell, I thought I'd throw another good slow song that's working well on the dance floor, and this is uh, Silk Sonic. With guess who's in Silk Sonic? Who? Our boy Bruno Mars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, really? Listen, yeah, listen to it for a minute. So he hits the second chorus. He has one guy in there, and then he does the second chorus. So this is his side band that he's doing, and this is okay. a great new slow song. If you want a good slow song to get all the couples dancing out, yep. I wouldn't use it for a first dance, but it'd be great to, to just as a general slow song. And then coming in at number five, Masked Wolf with Astronauts in the Ocean. Great choice. And if you're a DJ, you probably want to get the clean version of this one because this one can get kind of raunchy. So so stay on that as Abby found out. So (laughs) coming in at number four, Rain on Me by Ariana Grande. No, Lady Gaga. Oh, oh, it is Lady Gaga. Oh, with Ariana Grande. Yes. Dude, this is this is my jam of life. I am so glad this is on. But yeah, this, I made the DJ on my wedding this past week. He had to play this as the first song during cleanup. I was like, can you play some Gaga while that's we're cleaning funny. up? That's funny. And then just above her at number three is Ariana Grande with 34 plus 35. 35, yep. She's doing great too. Yep. She, uh, actually, I know we featured her at the beginning of one of our first episodes. She actually just uh, secretly got married at her place. Yeah, we talked weekend. about her on the Celebrity Wedding News segment. So, yeah, yeah that was they, great. They, got a, they did a secret wedding at her home, and now they're married. Perfect. And this is the one I've been, these top two I've been getting a lot of requests for. Yes. Best, best Friend by uh, Saudi and Dojo Cat. Yep. Because my best friend is a bad bee. <laughs> That's what everybody sings on the dance floor whenever they whenever they do it. And all the girls get <laughs> yep. out there. This this could go on our girls' song list, Abby. True, true. Absolutely. And number one, the number one requested song of uh, new songs for 2021, Levitating by Dewey Lippa and the Baby. Yes. Oh, this is such a good song. This one has such, such a good beat. Such a good beat. Yep. Great so I love song. that. So ladies and gentlemen, that was our top... 10 2021 dance songs sponsored by DJ Songlist. If you want to go check out the list, go to uh, DJ Songlist. They are all listed there under the newest or current hits category. And you can also see the full list on Spotify. Just go to DJ Songlist WPR, DJ Songlist WPR for Wedding Pro Radio, and you'll be able to check out all our song lists that Abby and I work on. So, Abby, great show today. I had such a good time. Mark was great. Fun song countdowns. We had a great question. So, um, I appreciate you being out here. We slayed it today. We totally did. This was such a fun episode. I love bringing guests on. It's like a good, fresh, new perspective. I've, you know, I do marketing and I've helped. I know I built your website for you and it's just been, it was just a good reminder to go back. Um, I think I'm really good at doing it for other people, but I forget to go back and review for my own business. So it's like, all right, now I know what I'm adding to my to-do list this week. So that was really awesome. And he's full of great information. Loved the the dance songs. Um, I'm going to be jamming out to that playlist this week. So um, you guys, if you have content you want us to talk about, questions that you want us to answer, please reach out to us. Uh, I'm on, I've kind of managed all the social media platforms, so you can DM me anywhere, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, we'd love to get your questions answered or talk about something that you have questions on that in regards to wedding planning. So, yeah, thanks for listening in and tuning in. Uh, Rich, thanks for being a badass as always. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 
Thank you. No, I love it. I <laughs> you love, are. I love you to death, and thank you so much for that. And guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode of Wedding Pro Radio very soon, so stay tuned. Stay tuned.